1: week's fail critics podcast i'm your host tony black uh, stepping in for steve norman who's uh, right now in the toilet he might be a while he's uh, he's having quite a delayed visit I think he's um,
2: stuck in the, the uh, chemical toilet on a National Express bus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't be here.
1: Couldn't be here with us. Or Southern
3: Rail train. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: because uh, we're in a pub again, and we're doing another uh, live foul critics podcast. So with me is Owen Hughes. Hello. And Andrew Brooker. You all right guys. And we're in the Mitre in
2: Oxford. We've moved from Birmingham to Oxford. Yeah. Is that going upper upper class now or? I there, think so. Yeah. yeah. Birmingham's getting quite trendy though.
3: But you know, Britain First are up there.
2: Trendy with a small (laughs) T. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. we we were going to join the Britain First rally. Yeah. Um, but, but Brooker wouldn't let us. No, you know. they're not quite right, white
1: supremacist enough for us, are they? So you know, we were like, no. nah, nah. So can't be like, with them. That is of course a joke. <laughs> or is it? Or is, or is it? it? Mm, yeah. Well, uh, yes. So no, it, it, is, it, is, it is definitely a joke. <laughs> so yeah, while uh, what we wait for Steve to come back, you know, get here on his uh, National Express bus, we might as well carry on and do the podcast. So uh, let's do it. This week we're gonna do some. Uh, what, what we've been watching a bit later and uh, some recommendations and a triple bill. But before that, uh, we're going to talk about some news, aren't we? But given we're recording this a week before, we've decided that we're going to do a bit of a spin on this, mm. OK? And, you know, fake news is all in the rage these days, what with Hair uh, Trump and his um, yeah. regime. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> wispy pubic hair. <laughs> um, we're going to do some fake news. So, uh, gents, what do we think is going to be happening in the world over the next week?
3: We well, have to think of a good obituary, yeah. really, don't we? A good obituary. That's, 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 that's dark. Yeah. That's dark. This is the
2: problem with recording live in a pub with just one microphone on a table. Yeah. Is that We haven't got our laptops in front of the. No, no, we just... can't. We can't immediately look up all the fake news that is exactly. there every week normally. We have to check if we've got four G signal
3: or not. I haven't got fucking four G, so. Oh God. Oh, oh, God. I'm I'm gonna, go I'm you have to take my word for it. i uh, I'll yeah. tell
1: you what. I'm just gonna have to imagine it, aren't I? Yeah. Fun fact: Did you know that the bodyguard two was originally supposed to star Princess Diana? Really? Yeah.
3: Is that fake news? No, that's that's, that's, true. True. So that's, true. that's does that, true. Does that have a punchline? Because it sounds like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they wanted they wanted uh, Princess Diana to be in it. Whether she's no, not not playing herself either, playing somebody else. She'd never acted before. Yeah. But then we'd okay. probably end up be better than the name Naomi Watts Diana, wouldn't it? To be mm. fair. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. It seems
2: like somebody. Is this a conspiracy? Where someone really didn't want to see yeah. the point guard <laughs> <part> too? <laughs> I'm not having that on my voice. Well, it is now. It yeah. is now.
1: Now you've put it out there. Brooker, what's your fake news anyway for next week? What do you think is going to happen?
3: I think Justin Timberlake is going to announce that he's signed on as Iron Man. <laughs> Robert, Downey Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. got pissed at the amount of abuse that he got over his head being bigger than anybody else's on the Spider-Man poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> it's <clear. laughs> Only for Justin Timberlake to take over. What, why JT? Because it was the funniest name I could think of <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Does this mean that it's gonna be partly a musical, Avengers 4? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe or it's just gonna have really catchy, shitty songs in the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like trolls. Yeah. Has Justin mm-hmm. Tim Blake ever been good in a film? Social network? Yeah he was alright Has the he ever been network? good In a film
1: <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't any good In In Time In Time was pretty bad oh, yeah, I liked, I liked In Time Did you? Yeah mm, no, mm. I couldn't be dealing
3: with it The help that Manchin was in a. have forgotten Manchin? She's, she got, got, she's got a proper man jaw yeah. Manchin She was in House She played number 13 His mum Olivia Wilde His oh, mum was okay. Olivia Really? Yep I've forgotten that film Completely I don't, So I don't remember How can she yeah. be his mum in it? Well the whole point is you, you don't age You just run out of time wow. So Okay you can all you you stop aging oh, yeah. at a certain point, and a, now you just have a timer on your arm instead. It's a bit like a shit, Logan's run, wasn't it? It was a very shit Logan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of liked it in time. It was silly fun. I, I like the guy. I'm not gonna look it up. Because of, <laughs> uh, but the guy that gives Justin Timberlake all the time, I really quite like him. because He's a guy from White Collar. Uh,
1: oh, Matthew Bomer. That's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, well, well, we'll see if that happens then. Mine <laughs> yeah. um, is that uh, the Transformers Six is going to be announced and it's going to star Barry from EastEnders. Oh, <laughs> they're all over that. Now the main reason I say this is because we're in Oxford and currently Barry is starring in Ray Cooney's Out of Order. Yes. Right.
2: That's Ray. <laughs> Cooney and run for your wife. Run name. for your... Oh
1: God. Which <laughs> is just terrible. Uh, what is his real name? Because I, I, I'm like I extras no where I just called him Barry from EastEnders. No, not going. a clue. No, no, no. no, no. no anyway, Ian, as it, it's no more ludicrous than Sir Anthony
3: Hopkins being very Welsh on Transformers <laughs> fave. A film you loved, Brooker, didn't you? No. <laughs> no. And Anthony Hopkins being in it just made it worse. It was... Just, it was Worse than stunt casting because he was trying so hard to be good and wasn't. It was awful
1: tragedy tragic really yeah. given he's just come off Westworld which was w- brilliant and he was great in that and then he's like
3: gone on to yeah. Transformers 5
2: part, part of that was filmed here wasn't it Transformers 5 here in Oxford where we are was it mm.
3: really Yeah. so we've got you guys to blame for Transformers 5 I'm afraid 5. so was it filmed in the mitre where we are I believe this exact location <laughs> this
2: booth is where Bumblebee slaps Shia LaBeouf around the he's not in this one though is no, he no Shia LaBeouf oh, in like... <laughs> yeah. he might as well be I mean yeah. it's who cares? When did Shia LaBeouf go out of it? Was it the third one? Third was his and last, one, eh? Was third his
3: last one? Yes. Because he was—he wasn't in four. That was—that no. was when Wahlberg, Markiplier. Yes, yeah, so yeah. One and two started. was Megan Fox. Megan Fox got fired. Yeah, after that's... two, but he was in it yeah, with yeah. yeah, one chick, Rosie Huntington, upskirtly. Uh,
1: uh, uh, that, yeah, that's the one. Who you first see when he's pointing the camera at her ass as she yeah. walks up a staircase? Yeah. It's Mike my- Bay film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, expect yeah exactly anyway, oh, I think this I is think... not a good podcast <laughs> what are you talking about this this is great news I think Barry from EastEnders is going to be much better than Marky Mark or Shia LaBeouf absolutely I, I, I will go and see Transformers
3: 6 for Marky no, from, for, 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 for Barry, Barry. <laughs> you can review that one I'm not, <laughs> not watching another Transformers film for you, Brooker, what have you been watching this week? So I I watched a film that almost made it onto my list for our triple bill, Mm -hmm. but I decided against it Have we said what the triple bill is yet? No.
1: Oh, sorry, that's my, it's because I'm not Steve, you see, I'm, I'm (laughs) I'm not as good at this.
2: On, I mean, what's the triple bill? It's getting the band back together. Ah. We are basically, the three of us, getting back together after our live recorded episode. Where That's true. Recorded in the old Contemptables in Birmingham. The old Contemptables, yeah. Um, so we, we're getting back together. We thought we'd pick a triple bill of films based around a similar thing, which Steve came up with before... Before he decided he couldn't make
1: before it. Before he hmm. decided... Ah, well, he might still arrive. Remember, he's still stuck in that toilet on the uh, on the M26. I believe they've
2: actually is arrived... Is that the
1: motorway? I don't think it is, is no,
2: it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've arrived in Oxford. Steve just can't get out of the toilet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The last last text I had from him is they're on the way back down to um,
3: Swanage. Yeah, awful doors that opens into where you are. So now he kind of can't open it and squeeze around it. This is a bit like when Roger Moore was on his way to Alan Partridge in Knowing Me, Knowing You.
1: (laughs) Roger Moore is at Heston Services. He's on his way. Um, Hello, I'm
2: Roger Moore. (laughs) Moore.
3: (laughs) Uh, Um, He's a towel thief. But yes. uh, (laughs) So yeah, so my film uh, almost made it onto my list for. The triple bill, but the only reason it didn't was because I couldn't find time or anything to watch beforehand, and it was the most recent film I watched. And that film was The Usual Suspects. Classic Uh, quality for a couple of reasons, actually. But the main one was a couple of weeks ago, as I walked out of my job, I emailed all staff at all the schools I worked for just a picture of Kaiser (laughs) Sose, literally saying, "And like that, he's gone."
2: Brilliant. Oh man, you spoil Usual Suspects for
3: have. (laughs) It is a 22-year-old film. (laughs) If you haven't seen The Usual Suspects yet, I am very sorry that I may have spoiled it for you. You, you haven't Careless. you you're yeah. haven't. <laughs> you haven't fully Maybe because right. you weren't on my all staff list at work. Yeah. That's a pretty good mic drop though, as yeah. you leave a job yeah. I think. That's yeah. pretty I, I, made, I made quite a big deal of not wanting to do anything. I just wanted to leave because it was a cunt hole and I just wanted to go. So that was the email that me saying goodbye to everyone was just that. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, and I kind of, oh, that would have been great. I mean what other spoilers could you have dropped into that email just to piss everyone off? <laughs> you could have told Old everyone point. you were a ghost yeah that, that would have been good just by the way oh boy this is, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
3: no not that one that, that, that one is wrong yeah, just that, really yeah, that would yeah. have been good yeah. so yeah so that was my my leaving thing for work so, and since then I've kind of fancied watching it and went been putting it off and putting it off trying to find some time to watch it with a wife and didn't have time so I, you know what bollocks so yesterday mm. yesterday afternoon I just stuck it on so I couldn't decide what to watch and I just watched a really terrible film that needed erasing from my memory so I watched Usual Suspects and was it 90 what did I say 95 might be 94 95 I think yeah yeah, yeah. Brian Singer film so before he yeah. started doing X-Men movies yeah for better uh, or worse written by Christopher 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 Mc- <laughs> fucking hell. Christopher McQuarrie, You can get so away with this because there's a Q in Macquarie. Yeah. So you're like, uh, yeah. It's a long name. McQuarrie. Christopher
2: Christopher, 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 McQuarrie. Christopher, <laughs> Christopher <laughs> fucking hell. <McQuarrie.
3: laughs> his, that's his full name. That's twice. his full name. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. what it says on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Depends how, how much you. Can Is that say after from you've that. edited it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Of course, like, Macquarie's recently done Jack Reacher. He's done Mission yep. yeah, Impossible, and so he's got a bit of a name for himself. as Yeah. But. Basically, you know, for those who haven't seen, it, if anyone who's left that hasn't seen it, is it's a group of five criminals mm-hmm. that yeah. are brought together by a mysterious Uber criminal. Mr. Kobayashi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to do a heist for them. Mm. And this is why it was going to end up in the Triple Bill, because it Bangalaya, it turns out yeah. that yeah. the five of them are brought into the their interrogation thing, their lineup on purpose by Kobayashi and Kaiser Soze to get them all together in a room so they can talk to them and get this job organised. So, I mean, I assume you guys have both seen...
2: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I've seen it once because I'm told not to watch it again. Really? Who told you that? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, no, it's, it's basically, because once you know it, I've heard that actually on the rewatch, it diminishes. It doesn't lose anything. <laughs> no, I no, no, I don't right. think no, it does. No, no. i encourage you to watch it again. I've been misinformed. Yeah. Fake news. Right?
3: <laughs> Fake
2: news. But did, did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad. Yes.
3: Yeah, did you know the little tidbit about the lineup when you first watched it?
2: Mm-mm.
3: Do you know the little tidbit about the lineup now? It's, Right, the lights so of the lineup. I'll cover in, the mic. No, uh, it's not a spoiler. not okay. in the slides. The lineup at the beginning of the usual suspects. When you got all the guys, you got uh, Kevin Spacey, Vinicius del Toro, Gabrielle Burns, Stephen Baldwin. And I mean, it's, <laughs> not, it's not Dan Hedaya. It's the other guy. Oh. Uh, Doesn't matter. Kevin. Something. Yeah.
1: Kevin Dillon. I want to say. Am I right? Uh,
3: mm, maybe. No. 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 <laughs> Anyways, the five of them. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in that lineup, and they start. It's, it's all ad-libbed. Oh really? The whole yeah, thing really. Really, it was it was scripted yeah. and they had a script to follow and all they did was keep dicking around while they were doing it. <laughs> so when they start laughing at each other yeah. during the lineup, it's because they were fucking around on camera. Nice. The whole thing is completely unscripted. Wow. It is a giant outtake that made it into one of the best thrillers I ever didn't made. Didn't know
2: that. Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack.
1: Uh, Here yeah, we yeah. Go.
2: Close. Or well, he could have been the ultimate haddock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which was on the menu, wasn't it? it was. we, uh, uh, the dinner we've just eaten. You could either have Pollock...
2: Chris, Kevin Pollock... Kevin Pollock... Kevin Pollock... Or, or the, Ultimate or Haddock. Ultimate Haddock. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Now that's <laughs> that's yeah,
2: exactly yeah
1: yeah yeah that's, that, that's one for the uh, bringing the band back together like <laughs> yeah uh, no it's a great film though fair play like, oh, it's
3: an amazing it's film it's really I, cleverly done and every time I watch it I forget just how good it actually is yeah uh, and it is because there's no big special effects there's no CGI it's all talking it's uh-huh. all exposition so it never dates. No. Really. Never gets dated. People, I love Pete Postfait was in it. He's one of the biggest guys in it. Yeah. And forget And then you go, oh, yeah, he's dead. Mm, oh, sad. That's really sad. Sad. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was my, what we've been watching. Cool. Usual suspects. Awesome. Owen. Yeah. What
2: about you? OK. I watched a screener for a film that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Probably within a week of this podcast. Uh, Let's hope so, because called... that'll time nicely, won't it? <laughs> exactly. That's why <laughs> I kept it. It's yeah. called Origin Wars. Oh god, right. I've heard of this. Uh okay. Because I don't know the story, but I know it's a terrible title, isn't it? It's awful, isn't it? What, what and does it mean? It's so bad. It's so bad. Well, it's it's got an altern alternative name. Is it the ultimate haddock? It's not the no. ultimate. <laughs> 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 it's called the Osiris Child Science Fiction Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> which is almost as bad. <laughs> That's worse. What on earth is this? So this is Egyptian mythology? Nope. Nothing Why? To do it's Cyrus. Yeah, yep. it's not. Uh, it's also, if you watch the credits for the film, it yeah. has another title on there, which is Origin Wars Volume 1. Which kind of is a little bit better.
1: They're also being a bit presumptuous, aren't they? They're going to get volume
2: more. two, three, four, whatever. Yeah, but it's been it's been distributed by Lionsgate. Right. I'm not sure of the exact budget. I couldn't find that on the press releases or online. Yeah, but it looks kind of okay. The reason I was tempted to give it a go is because it's a sci-fi film. Yeah, which is actually quite kind of good looking. I kind of expected the story to be a bit ropey, but I thought it would it would look good anyway. And so Origin Wars. Origin. Don't know why they went with Origin. The the fucking worst word you could attach to a franchise at the moment is Origin. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) People are turned off by Origin stories. Origin stories, stories, but they went Origin. Uh, And then Wars, because I'm guessing they're tied into Star Wars. Are there any wars in it, though? There's a skirmish? <laughs> Are there
1: any
3: origins in there?
1: It's Ori- kind of a... Origin skirmish doesn't trip off the top the It's the
2: origin of this
1: planet story. So, planet skirmish is what it should have been
2: called. Yeah. It basically no, it should, good,
3: have, it? It should have continued. Sounds like a ship, Steam green light game. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know either <laughs> why it's called the Osiris Child either. Don't know why I said there is there a character called Osiris in it? No. Nope. Is there a child in it? There's a child. Is it called Osiris? <laughs> no no okay one of the things I've got written down what? here in mean my notes okay I saw a four star review
3: which was on the sort bump right. that came around with yeah yeah out of five or out of ten <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's yeah. a good quote I assumed it was out of <laughs> it have, yeah it could have been out yeah, of ten that's true yeah but they called the quote that they they took from this four star yeah. review was Star Wars meets Mad Max <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> how can you do that? No, that'd be I mean, that. Yeah. Okay. But to give it its due, like I'm not a Star Wars fan. We've established this multiple times. I'm stunned. I'm stunned by that. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah, breaking news. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's not fake news.
2: But I thought kind of does kind of make it so interesting. And maybe you know that's obviously what it's designed for. That's why I put it on there because Star Wars meets Mad Max, as you quite quite rightly said. How hey, does that work? Isn't yeah, that really?
3: just screamers?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the plot basically, there's a desolate landscape. Right. Which is where the Mad Max thing comes from. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an Australian director. Right. Which I guess is also where the uh, Australian link comes from. Okay. You've got a hero called Kane he comes down from a spaceship where he's working because the planet below him hang on i've actually written this down i've written this down so I don't oh, get oh wow it, okay this because is, it is so convoluted
3: this will be I'm good ridiculous is it as convoluted as transformers
1: <laughs> probably
2: not not think many films <laughs> no have. nothing sounds that bad okay it's about a bit futuristic fantasy it's a futuristic fantasy adventure movie with a father called kane played by daniel mcpherson who abandons his post aboard a space station because his daughter, yes. which is the child, right. is okay. in a bunker on the planet below them right. where there's a deadly virus that's going to kill people. Is the virus called Osiris? No. Is the bunker called Osiris? No. So, what's the surface, going on here? <laughs> on the surface is a prison. Right. Right, it's bear in mind desolate landscape, there's a prison, nothing okay. all around. Cy, si, who's played by Kellen Lutz of the Twilight Saga, of okay. course. Okay. Because he obviously knew that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a big fan. Yeah, yeah, big Kellen Lutz fans. Yeah. I've got a t-shirt. <laughs> he's an escaped prisoner. Okay. Um from the big facility. Is the facility uh, called Osiris? No. Okay. So he's getting me on a joke now. Sort of yeah. <laughs> so the prison's rioting. Okay. And actually, there's a lie that's spread about the prison, which is that they're going to let off a weapon of mass destruction. Right, uh, the prison is. Yeah, there's a there's a reactor there that they're going to blow up. Why is there a reactor in a prison? Areas? Well,
3: precisely. The <laughs> reactor. It's basically like the boiler in the hotel.
2: in <laughs> there's, there's actually a biological weapon,
3: right? There's right. no
2: reactor. There's a, biological there's a there's weapon. There's
1: a virus in the prison.
2: Yeah. So the weapon, the virus, the we- is actually a weapon from the people who are running the space station, which is turning people into mutant monsters. Okay. And the, the idea of these mutant monsters is they're going around these planets. What they want to do is unleash them on other planets, where it just wipes out the population.
3: Right. Okay. Okay. So Boy, presumably what, what so they can sell the planet. So, so it's an Independence Day right. prequel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's similar. Except there's no actual plan about how they get rid of the monsters. So if you've seen the Simpsons episode where they talk about, oh, we'll get rid of the snakes, we'll just send in the, the bears. <laughs> get rid of the bear, we'll just send in the lions. Yeah, That's yeah. the beauty of it because winter comes and then yeah. <laughs> they all die freeze to death. There is absolutely no logic to apply to this film whatsoever. It should be quite straightforward. man goes down to the planet to rescue his daughter. Yeah, but They add so much convoluted plot that's superfluous. It doesn't bring anything to the story. There's no tension, there's no drama. So I was a little bit annoyed about that because it's unnecessarily complicated. They also have narration, and the narration comes from Kane's daughter right. who's on the planet. He's talking about everything as it's happened in the past. Right, so bear in mind she's talking about like she's from the future and she's talking about the past okay so, yeah, thinking, yeah. Okay, so it's going to be slightly non-linear so they intro the film with this this piece about um, Kane and how his family left him because he was involved in some kind of genocide which was accidental where he... How do you accidentally commit genocide? You, his whole crew were massacred because he was drunk. What? And, you're telling me, right? So I'm sitting how there thinking... How do you commit genocide when you get drunk? That, so that's a night I'm watching. Off, yeah, was. so he basically led his troops to the Nazi party. <laughs> it was just it was a just joke that got out of yeah. hand. Yeah, he... So I'm watching this first bit thinking... Okay, so this is in the future. And then we go back to the past where he's sober and the first thing you see of him after that is he's driving along in a spaceship like you know you see in the start of star wars where it's the yeah. floating car thing that goes across the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. land it, speeder uh, yeah yeah thank you yeah um, <laughs> the floating car thing the floating car-y thing you know yeah from, the spacey, mate who's from made the spacey his place his yeah. mate who's a, a, a walking tin can bucket thing yeah, yeah. r2d really yeah c3po
4: yeah
2: <laughs> the, uh, so I'm thinking. Okay, so you- what we just have, what just happened, is the end of the film. It's going to do a bit of apocalypse. No, where you know the beginning is the end. Uh, yeah. No. That doesn't happen. So I got to the end of the film thinking so what the fuck was that bit about him getting <laughs> pissed and killing everyone about? Was and that actually, the origin? Well, well then I went back and rewatched the first ten minutes and I'm like no no, this is something that actually happened in the past but he kept his post and actually stayed on and worked at the space station and now he's pissed off at them and he's going back you know to that. the planet to rescue his daughter. Uh, 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 at this stage I don't know what's going on. I, well neither did I and I was watching it and I went back and watched it again. It doesn't make any so the, the director, you watched it twice? No, I watched the first 15 minutes again. Oh, OK. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I wasn't, you know, maybe I'm stupid, maybe I don't get it. Maybe, maybe you're maybe too dedicated to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a thought. So the guy is called Shane Abes, Abes, Abbes, A-B-B-E-S. Abs? Yeah, he's Australian, as I said. He wrote and directed this. So I watched the extras on the DVD because, he taught, you know, it's an interview with him, and I thought maybe it would give a bit of insight about it. I mean, fair play to him, he seems really enthusiastic about it, he's very, you know, when he's talking about it, you you can see he's quite wide-eyed about it, this is what we were going to do. Our plan was to make this, like, epic sci-fi. It's not a sci-fi, it's a fantasy film that has a bit of space in it. It's not really a road movie. I mean, the best bit about the film actually involves these two uh, hillbilly types, (laughs) and and I'm trying to look for the names in my notes. There's a problem with the (laughs) trying to do it from
3: a little tiny phone screen. Jip. It is a proper page of notes as well. Yeah. It is, Gip, yeah. Jip,
2: who's played by Isabel Lucas, who's from Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. There's a mark of quality. Oh, that one, God. Yeah. So she
3: was in one of the Transformers films. Now that, now that's genocide. But she's,
2: <laughs> but she's Australian as well. Yeah. Um. And I think she's in like Home and Away or something called Neighbours, probably. Aren't they all? Yeah, this is a bit like, like being a, <laughs> a, British <aren't laughs> a British actor,
3: actor and yeah, having to yeah. be in The Bill. You've been on The Bill. Yeah. She
2: is... Um, she's actually okay in this. She's mm. fine. Mm. Um, and her boyfriend, for want of a better term, Bill, is played by Luke Ford, who was in The Mummy: Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. So again, what oh, about Tomb oh of he quality? was
1: the. Was he the kid? Was he? Was he the boy? Like, like the the son well, of, of, of yeah, Brendan yeah, like Fraser? The young Brendan Fraser. He was, wasn't he? He was like the the young Brendan Fraser. Oh, is that right? I Think um, so. I, I vaguely he, he looks a bit. He must be 35. five. Yeah, exactly. Because that was a good ten years ago, now, wasn't it? Tomb yeah. of the Dragon so it's got to be. 2003-ish. Yeah, (sighs) 2007.
3: I wasn't. Okay. Anyway,
2: so those two were the best thing in it. They've got chemistry on screen. They're quite fun. They, I mean, they're very film characters but at least there's a bit of personality and actually to be fair to kellen lutz as well the guy from twilight again i mean i don't know why i'm repeating that because it's maybe, maybe you're actually
1: a twilight thing. fan and you just want to keep telling us
2: yeah i'm trying to sneak that in there mm. he was okay as well to be yeah. fair to him um but it's just it's not a, a, a good film really some um, some f- weird dialogue like inappropriately, or not inappropriately, just, I think, unintentionally funny. All oh, right. Like, they're trying to raid a, what looks like a well-established facility, but then they mean like, a stairwell, where there's people who clearly live there. Someone just shouts down, get out of my stairwell! And you think, this passed because why? A, <laughs> <laughs> the accent, and B, the line. Well, they're going for the get
1: off my porch, boy, kind of thing. Kind of,
2: yeah. But then there's, like, this character means nothing it's just a guy upstairs
1: yeah
2: (laughs) why okay it's not funny it's (laughs) It's just 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 a bad gag yeah (laughs) the only thing that's going for it is it does look relatively good the bit where it's a road chase movie where they're in this big armored um bus and they're driving across the desert and they've got to get from the like bar place to the prison it's decent That's a decent section of the movie, because everyone has to... uh, You know, you get a bit of character in there. You get Kane and his daughter, and you get all the drama and tension. Mm. And actually, when the spaceships are on there and they shoot up the bus, and it's just like, this is really actually... This looks good. This looks Mm. better than a straight to DVD kind of film yeah um, it's just that the the dialogue the script the plotting that everything about it it's just a bit too low, it's bad it, yeah it just doesn't match up to the way it looks which is a shame but yeah if you're interested in it <laughs> well it comes, mean, out, it's in... <laughs> comes out 14th of July uh, on demand and then DVD and Blu-ray 24th of July
1: I don't think I'm going to be demanding this you, no I no. wouldn't
2: I wouldn't recommend it I mean it maybe may someone who's really into sci-fi fantasy
3: stuff. What's it called? I want to see if I've actually had it appear
2: in my... Origin Wars, it's called. So, yeah. The monsters in it, I forgot to say, the monsters, they use practical effects. Practical effects are top-notch. Right, okay. Yeah. It's not just all CGI. The Fair enough. Good. The monsters reminded me of, like, Dark Crystal. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, a positive oh, That's, that's, that's yeah. pretty good. They look they look quite good. How they used is a bit more ropey. Dodgy. But at least, like, we watch stuff like... Um, the Great Wall earlier this year. Like the thing. Well, I like it. The Great Wall. That's for right? I haven't seen it yet. Six out of ten, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was all right. It was yeah. a, it's got a lovely score.
2: Yeah, yeah, but the um, well, you would know, wouldn't you, because of your uh, podcast. My film is, music podcast. Yeah, yes. Which is what? It's in the world's top five music podcasts right now. Well, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> nice of you to say. Gotta <laughs> <I thought laughs> drop that in there. Yeah, cheers. You know, cheers. cheers cool. yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't even have to plug my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. um, you know in in the the Great War we had the monsters which were just shit looking bland CGI grey indistinguishable dog things Mm. it's awful I thought at least at least here the practical effects show you know it's not outdated
3: do it it looks good I'm a big fan of practical effects. Everything yeah. in The Void is practical effects. The Void, yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks gorgeous, but it looks horrifying, but it looks yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: So, But anyway, that was Origin Wars. I think I'm done with that. I haven't really got anything I else. Think, I think everybody's
3: done with it. You've I really, yes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. you've <laughs> really right, successfully all...
1: turned everyone off Origin Wars, because we were all clamoring for it. Um, well, mine is a film that came out in 2015 called The Childhood of a Leader. Which, I don't know if you're familiar with this either of you. No. I've heard of it, I think. It's, uh, bizarrely, it's the first film, uh, writer-director film from Brady Corbett. Now, do you know who Brady Corbett is? No. Owen? Mm, Brady Corbett. Brady Corbett. Tell me. Okay. Related to Ronnie. It (laughs) (laughs) was. Sadly not. No. Um, That was a bad (laughs) impression. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Let's move on. Um, (laughs) I was even doing the motion of the glasses that I was doing. That's the only way I can do it. People aren't getting the full of. No, they're not getting the full. We need to be a video podcast. Um, But yeah, he uh, he played Alan Tracy in the Thunderbirds movie. Okay. Yeah. Exactly, right? right? Now, that I don't know if you watched that, dog shit, but that was, it was awful, right? Because the original Thunderbirds is a great film, but the film was terrible. Um, but yeah, that was what I knew him from. And he's directed and written this really strange drama. Essentially, it's about the, the childhood of a boy who would ultimately end up becoming a fascist leader of a, of a state. Hitler-ish, but okay. as Corbett has said, he didn't create to set out a story about a young Hitler. The ca- the person he becomes, and you don't really fully see that person, is meant to be like an amalgamation of a fascist leader who will grow up to be a you know that kind of ca- that kind of person ruling an iron state. So the story is about this family at the very end of, of World War One. Mm-hmm. The dad played by Liam Cunningham from Game of Thrones, and the mom played by. Uh, Berenice Bejo, I think her name is, a French actress, in this old house just outside Paris. And the dad works for President Woodrow Wilson, and he's ratifying the Treaty of Versailles, which, obviously, as everyone knows, probably, was a major reason why the Nazi Party got into power, because of the reparations against Germany yep. at the end of World War One, all that. So the idea is that there's this, there's this subtext going on of this dad working for these people who would just destroy the German state, although it, the guy, the kid doesn't grow up to be the German fascist leader it's more an idea about the conditions that can create a fascist state mm-hmm. and the story of a boy who is troubled as a young boy he throws stones at other children he wets the bed he is alienated by his parents to some extent who are cold who treat him in a very structured way and it's that whole idea of nature versus nurture, whether or not you, whether or not he's genuinely born a little bit crazy, because there is an element of, of, of I mean, the, the kid who plays him is called Tom Sweet. Does a really good job of giving him quite a sociopathic edge, even as a young boy. There is just something in his eyes that's just okay. not right. But it's a weird drama. It's very strangely put together by Corby. It's not. It's very slow. It's not traditional in the art, in the story it takes. It's sort of broken up by chapters called tantrums of the boy and different things that he builds up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very stark film, and it wouldn't be to everyone's tastes, but I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was really interesting in the kind of underlayer of things it's talking about. Um, but it's, So if you're interested in kind of psychodrama and politics and the political undercurrents of, like the 20th century it's it's interesting and it Brady Corbett it's, it's there's a little bit of almost like film school pretension sometimes in it in the way he okay, directs right. it but for a first effort I mean it's really quite ambitious in terms of theme and idea so it's on um, Sky Cinema now look it up because it wasn't massively seen mm-hmm. it's also got a really great score by Scott Walker which is very sort of you know, operatic and weird. It's good. And what was it called again? The Childhood of a Leader. Oh, okay. So yeah, check it out. It's no Transformers 5, though. <laughs> no, okay. uh, no, not much. no, let's be honest. Let's get down to our triple bill then, gents, shall we? And uh, obviously the triple bill today, as we're coming back together, mm-hmm. us three old contemptibles, <laughs> we're yep. going to put the band back together and we're going to talk about films where... The gang come together. The band are put back together. Films where teams work together, and you know whether we whether we, they're a good team or they're a bad team. So, um, Owen, oh, you go first this time. What's your Ooh.
2: what's your team? Okay, I've got a long list, but I'm gonna pick three three that. I, uh, okay. I really, so first one, uh, I think I may have spoken to you about this before, Brooker. Okay. And whether it was on the podcast or not, I don't know, but it was uh, 13 Assassins. Takashi Mike's.
3: We Maybe. have spoken about
2: this before. We have a while ago, I think. So. Yeah. yeah. So Takashi Mike, for people who don't necessarily recognize the name, straight away did Ichi the Killer.
3: Love Ichi the Killer. Which is
2: just one of the most it's,
3: gruesome. Oh, yeah, but it's also one of the best films ever. Yeah. Heard. It and is my,
2: so cool. One of my favorite bits of trivia about Ichi the Killer, which I've probably said before, <laughs> you know, the intro titles where you see it on the, the screen, where it's written in Spunk, is real Spunk. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 Who's spunk, spunk is it? Crew members. More than one. Yeah. How but did you get that? Just that's tall, allowed to go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's actually written oh. spunk. Wow. But anyway, okay. there's no spunk in uh, Thirteen Assassins. I'm not interested. No. OK. Uh, but he also did Audition as well, <laughs> people know Audition. Yeah. I've heard of Audition.
3: Notorious. For which the, one of my uh, favourites as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, one Maya can't watch with you, isn't it? Maya did watch it, though. No, to be fair. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah
3: I didn't okay. think she would, because yeah. she made me turn off Pet Sematary at the Achilles heel bit. Exactly. Uh, and obviously, Audition has quite a nasty Achilles heel bit horrendously
2: Does, the sounds of is it is this yeah. the
3: one where a blood gets his Top chopped up as well. Or am I thinking of a different film? You're thinking of a different film? I don't think it's his novel, is it? no. All okay. oh, right. Not he gets not his heel sliced. Just... He gets... Mm, he gets mm, I'm not, not ruining man. it Because uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it would yeah, ruin yeah, it yeah, I yeah, told right, you. Okay, yeah. But, but it, you do need to watch it. it oh, is no, always, it's very oh, good, again. yeah. But anyway, th- yeah, so 13
2: Assassins. Uh, it's set towards the end of the feu- uh, feudal Japan period. Mm. Um, there's an evil lord in it. He wants to rule Japan. But a group of old samurai have to get together to stop him. That's the the band getting back together. Uh, it could, the, the, the premise is basically he's the, the most horrendous, evil, unnecessarily evil man. Evil towards women, children, all the peasants in the sort of village. Um, I think it's set in eighteen forty five. But this guy, Lord Matt I had to write this down because there's no way I'd remember this. Lord Matsudaira Naritsugu. I don't think you've mangled that too badly actually yeah. considering Goro Inagaki is he's, he's the actor who plays him He does a phenomenal job as well really turns him into a nasty bastard this oh. guy yeah he's based on a real guy apparently mm. But the, the, um, so I tried to research this because I really like the film 13 Assassins and I thought what I'd do is look up a bit of the history of him. Mm. there's nothing really online about this guy so I don't know why, why not online I mean I couldn't find anything on IMDB trivia and I couldn't find anything <laughs> on Wikipedia about him I even searched like the history of the period on Wikipedia, and yeah. no, nothing. But all I know is that he, he was basically, I think, 26 when he died, died in 1835, so 10 years even before the film is set. Mm. So I'm guessing it's very fictionalized telling of this guy. Yeah. But either way, he's a great film character. So the, fil- the whole film you want to see him get his comeuppance, because he's such a bastard, such a horrible bastard. And it's part of the Reuters job, Daisuke Tengan and Tanyo Ikigami. You didn't make this easy on yourself. I did no no no, no, he no, 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 you didn't. No, why do you do the next film? <laughs> fucking, you <down. laughs> don't, don't do a bad job, though. To yeah. be fair. but I think it's, the, the writing is great because they could so easily have turned him into a pantomime villain. Yeah. He could easily have just been, oh well, what's he going to do? Oh, the next bad thing is going to stick his fingers up at the, you know, carriage window at all the peasants. But they don't do still. Like, they like when he's when he's bad, he is genuinely reprehensible, and yeah. you want him to to die or. Well, no, die, you you do want him to die. You don't even want him to just be jailed or anything. It's like he's this that guy, bad. He's fucking horrendous. Um, but the, the the actual samurai stuff yeah. is fantastic. So mm. one of the, the best things about Thirteen Assassins. It's quite slow to begin with. I thought, you know, and I, I was watching it thinking, is it going to basically be a drama, or is are they going to put more? into this <laughs> they save everything for like the last half an hour 45 minutes all then is set up and it feels slow but it's so worth it because you get to know these people you get to know the assassins and that battle scene I don't know, I don't know if you remember it but, but that is so yeah. brutal I, had to, I watched it again on, on YouTube before we did this so you've got swords slicing people blood mm-hmm. just flying everywhere uh, handmade traps there's a massive like wooden psh, gate that comes down and slices people in. Yeah, uh, obviously arrows, gunpowder, people blow up, you see stuff flying everywhere. It's just really dirty and violent and weirdly looks beautiful. Like in the way that Takeshi Mike.
3: I say, which does. is pretty much Takeshi Mike through and through. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous, yeah. but really, really, really nasty. It's like you can't take your eyes off it, but your eyes are kind of obscured through
2: your fingers or from behind a cushion because it, it's gory. There's no two ways about it. It's gory, it is. Okay horrendous and horrific but beautiful but yeah so the, the, the whole the whole film is great and
3: uh, yeah amazing movie 13 assassins Keshi Mike's one of them though and he does like two different kinds of films he does really really good dramas like, yeah. like that, like Audition like yeah. Ichi the Killer and he done
2: Yakuza Apocalypse Yakuza which is apocalypse. <mental>.
3: Absolutely bizarre. Wow. The, the Kung Fu Ninja Frog thing? Yeah, Kung Fu Ninja Frog. On, really? Yeah. I, I'm not sh- familiar at all with his with, with stuff, so... I, Kung- I travelled to watch this film because yeah. I really because it was a, t- a surprise film. And Kung really, Fu
2: Ninja Frog. Yeah. yeah, but that's like one little bit of it. Yeah. It's mainly it's a bit like a guy who's caught up in a gang warfare thing. Yeah. Who, but he's uh, like a...
3: All the yakuza are turning into zombies. Yeah. Or, <laughs> no, vampires. Yeah. All vampires. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember Julian Rahean's in it. The guy plays Mad Dog in The Raid.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh. He okay. was the yeah.
3: only reason that him and, in fact it was to catch was like I have to watch this film yeah. and it was fucking weird. I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. After I have to I really kind of enjoyed it, but in that... It's Friday. I'm really tired. <laughs> kind yeah. of, you know, when you get really, you're just out of it and you find everything funny. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of yeah. how I felt watching this film. I was
2: like, Weirdly, Thirty Assassins has a kind of supernatural bit in it towards the end, which always that took me by surprise and I wasn't quite sure what the hell
3: that was about. I haven't seen Thirty Assassins for ages.
2: There's like a weird, there's like an imp guy or something. He's like a spirit, but like I don't know, what. Like he just like it's revealed at the end. He's like a, it's not like a reveal. But it's just comes out of nowhere really. Weird. But yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but that's the Kashi it Yeah. yeah. Okay. It well, sounds good. Sounds interesting. Brooke,
1: what about you? What's yours first I'll choice? I'll,
3: st- I'll stick with the uh, samurai theme-ish, uh, okay. and I'll go with uh, Ronin. Oh, hang on. Is this the 1998? Oh, I love this film. film. Frank, John, Franklin oh, film. So I love this film. De Niro, Sean Bean, Natasha McCallum, john Reno, John Reno, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. And again, the same as like the Usual Suspects I was talking about earlier. It's literally just these bunch of mercenaries is all brought together to do a heist. (laughs) But the thing with Ronin is, and the standout thing with Ronin and this was Frankenheimer through and through. Yeah. The car chasing oh. in this film. It's mm. some of the best. Yeah, absolutely. And not in, you know, we're not we're not talking about sports cars, just random Audi and random BMWs. yeah It is just great, great car chasing. But yeah, it's I haven't seen it for a long time. And I have to admit, when we start when we said mm. what we're gonna do for our triple I did think I'm gonna struggle here.
4: Mm-hmm
3: because uh, a bit like you know, what like we were saying earlier when, when I'm going to be on a podcast I try and from what we've been watching I like to do a weird little horror thing because that's yeah. what yeah, I yeah, do yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I always like to squeeze a weird little horror thing into the triple bills triple as bill. well I couldn't do it this time really <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't think of one and we only like 12 hours to prepare as well so <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know what we do yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I went to uh, I I, doesn't, I, thought, well, I don't want to do Ocean's 11 I don't okay Ronin. Well, they're Steves. Yeah. Steve came up with those. Steve, Steve.
1: Incidentally, Steve is is currently. Um, in a public toilet in Oxford. We just heard words. he's still still struggling. So hopefully we'll be able to end of the podcast. Anyway,
2: anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, the thing with Ronan was I I sat and watched it years ago. Well, I watched it when it first came out. and Absolutely fell in love with it. I think it was probably the first Frankenheim film I watched as well. Uh, oh, right. Well, in '98 I was 16. Yeah, same. I, I'm, I'm not supposed to be watching films <laughs> at <laughs> 16. But yeah, the no, Ronan was really good. And I genuinely I had no idea what it was about when I saw it, and I knew what a Ronin was and wanted to know how that fit in with the guy with the gun on the VHS yeah. cover but yeah obviously like De Niro on top form yeah. in that film as is everybody else you know Sean Bean is the uh, cowardly yeah Doesn't, isn't really a, an SAS guy like no, he says he is it's really good uh, but yeah perfect near perfect thriller uh, it really is yeah I love that film to bits and it's
1: and it's got a uh, a new release from Arrow Video coming soon with ah. some um, I can't wait for
3: this it's got like festooned I, with extras I pre-ordered that bad boy yeah. it got announced. Uh, they're
2: doing great work on they on the are Arrow they the they
3: Audition, audition. audition. Two, oh, two, they've done a 2k remaster of Audition fantastic. on Blu-ray and it's gorgeous fantastic yeah I can't wait for that
1: Ronin Blu-ray because I mean it, it is a cracking film yeah. it really is and it doesn't lose anything uh, at
3: any point. You can watch those car chases all over again. Yeah. yeah, but it's the same again like so what I was saying about uh, user suspects, there's, there's no CGI, yeah. there's no it's it's just it's all done it's, yeah. it's all talking and it's all real world stunts, it's all real yeah. world chases. The age doesn't matter. No. It doesn't date at all. The, the only thing in your, it the is cars are a bit old. Well yeah, well yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> the only thing in it is Robert De Niro cannot say Hereford. <laughs> he, he, <laughs>
3: does, <laughs> he does the American thing, they'll call yeah. it Hereford. Hereford. What's
1: the name of the boat house in Hereford? Yeah. Hereford, uh, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. yeah all yeah. Americans call it Hereford,
3: all <laughs> of them. And they're going on a road trip to Leicester. Yeah.
2: Leicester,
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, great choice. Great yeah, Ronan, that was my first one. It wasn't my first one, but then um, I was nice talking about idea. samurai, so <laughs> like, well, I this. So, what's your
1: samurai film? I mean, uh, well, sadly, mine isn't a samurai film. I'm breaking the, uh, I'm breaking the, the chain. Mine is a film that everyone else hates, I think, except me. Right? I'm going. Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) The Oscar winning Suicide Squad. It was this close to being on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not even get into that one. Um, Mine is a film that is, um, if anything, considered worse by a lot of people. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, God. Right? Now, I'll tell you why, right? Now, I I really like this film.
3: You can't argue with me about Suicide Squad anymore. No, I can't.
1: (laughs) To be fair, this didn't win an Oscar. So. Uh, uh, Obviously, the adaptation of the Alan Moore novel, uh, graphic novel, (laughs) Mm -hmm. by uh, Stephen Norrington, Um, although... The Man That Made Blade. uh, The Man That Made Blade, although I don't think he put his name to this, really, because, you know, it sounded like a horrendous production. I don't think he's
3: made anything since.
1: Oh, no. But that's basically, I think, because Sean Connery blacklisted his name throughout Hollywood, because he... he, I think it was was he at the premiere when somebody he wasn't at the premiere, the director, and somebody asked Sean Connery where he was and he went, Chuck the local or Yeah. So they didn't get on. Oh, but there, there was a flood and all kinds of things. So it was it was a pretty tortured production. I've always liked this. And obviously the story is the it's the Victorian Avengers, basically. Yeah. You know, all the all the characters from, you know, Victorian literature. So 12-rated penny dreadful. Conner- yeah, basically, yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. So you've got Alan Quartermain that's Connery in the last film he ever did, which is just I mean I like this film that's it shouldn't not, be his last film uh, yeah. no his swung son should have been Albert Finney and Skyfall let's be honest yeah. but, anyway. yeah. um, but it's like it's that uh, that kind of character it's you've got Mina Harker who's the you know the Dracula kind of character she's the one who was bitten by Dracula and yeah. so she's now flies at bat. you've got um, Tom Sawyer the you know the suave yeah. American secret agent, you've got Captain Nemo, you've got all these people, the Invisible Man, yeah, is
3: no. Jason Fleming Jekyll he and is, High yeah, Jason Jekyll. Fleming is yeah, yeah. Jekyll and Hyde, yeah he's
1: very good. He's the director of for, Eat Local. Uh, Eat Local, Eat Local reviewed, yeah. Local, yeah,
3: um, but it's... So I wasn't looking for that, so a quick segue, I was looking for that on Blu-ray the other day. You can't buy on Blu-ray in this country, you can only buy it in Germany, you know what it's called yeah, in Germany? Yeah. Um, rain <laughs> of blood Eat locals With an X I literally I had, to, I had to go through a major through I thought it might be An asylum version <laughs> <laughs> Amazing um, But yeah
1: I, I've always liked this I don't know why I shouldn't I don't know why I'm aware <laughs> it's dodgy Right But I mean I love the score For a start I know I keep talking about scores But that's my, part of my thing But also I don't know I just I, I mean I like I love connery In almost anything Right I just like it you know there's films yeah. you just can't explain why it's, just it's, like, like it's one of those
3: films it. As well, it does suffer from being kind of that mid to late 90s comic yeah. book movie they all look like shit yeah. they do yeah they, 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 none of them have dated well well I
1: think this was made
3: in like about 2003
1: which was yeah. a really dodgy period you, you're right it was a dodgy period for blockbusters anyway well it was yeah. this
2: there was Brothers it, Grimm yeah there, yeah. The, yeah. all it, those kind of films that just look exactly the same it was just around Daredevil and Catwoman yeah Warman it was, and was and terrible Electra it was, and was like
1: pretty Batman Begins when they decided yeah. to then start make good superhero movies um, and it is a superhero movie let's be honest yeah. Yeah. but I I just I can't explain it I just always enjoy it and it's cheesy dodgy it's got some ripe dialogue some of the CGI is shite but you know it's got Sean Connery punching people off his age.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, it's got like Tony Curran being very sardonic as the Invisible Man. Um, oh yeah. It's got a ridiculous twist involving the M. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I just like it. I, I can't defend it. I just yeah. like it. Have you read the, the graphic novels? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've read. And you like? I've I've read the first book. Yeah, of them. Yeah. I do like them. I do. And there's a, there is, to be fair, a much much better. Well, quite frankly, not a film because you can't get all that in one No, film. no, no. That's a TV series that's been wait that yeah. should be made. Something that looks like American Gods or something like that in terms of beautiful canvas. It's a TV series. Well, the, co- the,
2: the comics start off in the Victorian period, don't yeah. they? But then as each series comes like they, they go 1969, yeah. they have all these different, like, uh, they go forward, was, yeah, yeah, the war and things. I mean,
1: you could do a whole saga of it. Yeah, yeah. This film does not do it justice, but... A bit like American
2: Horror
3: Story or something, where each one is yeah, set in a different... Absolutely. Period different kind of characters and stuff but yeah. I remember when, when Penny Dreadful first came out two or three episodes in me and the guy that I used to work with who used to sit in my... We used to just talk shit films for hours, on I mean. end. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and literally, we both went, this is this, this is Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no two way this is Absolutely
1: Alan It really is, yeah. It really is. And I mean, obviously, this Universal Dart universe is going to cover some of this territory yeah. now. Yeah.
3: Well, there's but a in the modern around day. Around the that there is a... Literally, he used to live around the corner. From wow. The oh, because he's in Northampton? He's in Northampton. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lived in Northampton for 10 years. Awesome. Did you ever see him? Yes. Oh, great. He's a fucking weirdo. He's, <laughs> well, most people he looks like that, a weirdo as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The, the film of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is one of the few things that's got his name anywhere near it that doesn't have a rape in it as well. Oh, well you, that's yeah. Not that I'm saying that that's what he likes, I'm just saying he uses it as a device in almost everything. He, he, writes, he, he does, does Watchmen, Watchmen FIFA Vendetta, Vendetta yeah. um, it's all got a, a dark rape right, from Hell, which i was yeah. yeah, reading recently as well.
3: But he also, because he famously won't have his name anywhere near any of them No. Stories. He doesn't
2: think anything that he writes can be
1: adapted into no. own films. Which, he, which isn't... Which, which, to be fair... ...true. I mean, you know, Watchmen, as much as I don't like Zack Snyder,
3: Watchmen's probably one of the best things he's ever done. That was perfectly good. I wasn't a fan of Watchmen, not because it's Zack Snyder. My, my bias against Zack Snyder happened long after yeah. Watchmen. But I just didn't enjoy the film. Uh, v for Vendetta I love.
1: It. V for Vendetta is great, the best Alan Moore adaptation. From Hell, From, from Hell. alright. I desperately wanted to love From Hell. I've so, not
3: watched it. I mean I've got I'm, it's me, all right. I'm
2: like almost two thirds of the way through the graphic novel. At it's moment, made
3: but. by the guys. I think that the guys that made Dead Presidents and or Menace to Society. Right. John Singleton. No. No. He John made Singleton Boys, was Boys the Hood, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Oh no, the Hughes brothers. Hughes brothers. Thank oh, you. Okay. Yes. Um, Alan and Owen. No, Paul. Uh, <laughs> Owen Paul. Owen Paul. Yeah. What was that? Alan and no, Alan and something.
3: Yeah. Andrew. Or something. I think they made they made their presidents yeah. almost certainly, and I think they made best society as well. So from hell was a big step to the side, to the side yeah. for those yeah. guys it's Johnny Depp yeah. it is Johnny Depp and the bird from <laughs> loads Boston Power oh, oh, Heather, Heather Graham Ian Holt Beyonce,
1: Beyonce. big cast yeah. <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> that'd be amazing so yeah that's uh, that's my one
2: Owen I mean, what's your second choice then uh, so I've gone for a film from 2012 called The Thieves have either of you the review? The seen The Thieves, Thieves. Oh. So no, it's a co- no, no, no it's a Korean film no. Um Directed by Choi Dong-hoon, which, for anyone who knows Korean movies, is the guy who did Woo Chi, the Demon Slayer. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, which is quite a fun fantasy sort of film. He did uh, Assassination as well, which was like a period drama from yep. last year or the year before. The year before. Um, which was quite fun as well. He yeah. um, yeah. also did Taza, the Card Heist, I think is its full title. Uh, but basically, The Thieves is a host movie where you've got 10 thieves who come across from across Korea and Hong Kong. Uh, some of whom have a history with each other. Mm. And they get together under the stewardship of Macau Park to steal a diamond worth 20 million from a casino. Oh. Sound familiar? Yeah, it's very, it's it's Ocean's mm. Eleven. It's yes. basically a Korean yeah. Ocean's Eleven. OK. Because I didn't want to pick Ocean's Eleven. No. Because I thought, That's Steve. Steve's. Steve's on his way. Steve's choice. Yeah, I didn't want to steal his thunder before he no. gets it. No. I no. don't
3: like it when, whenever examples come from these triple push, you go like this, 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 uh, you've just removed Remove all
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. From my list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Cheers for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's at least very similar in terms of story, in terms of style as well, because um, it also brought together a bunch of like the country's, Korea's biggest film stars, okay. sort of well, most well known, famous names and faces, right? I'm going to run through a couple of them. They won't mean much to us, but if I say the films that they're from, you're going to go. Oh, oh yeah. that guy. Yeah. So Kim Young Suk. Yeah. No Kim Young-suk. He's the ex-cop turned pimp in the chaser. So if you've seen the chase, everyone will know who he is. He's also in the yellow sea.
1: I've no idea about any Let's of you know these things. So. Yeah, yeah. uh, okay. I'm not up on this. Uh,
2: Lee Jung Jae, who's from the, is in Assassination. He's the guy who's caught up in the, uh, basically the gangster. Okay, yeah. He's stuck in the middle of it all. Um, we've got uh, Jonah Ji Hyun, who's the girl in My Sassy Girl. Not the shitty American film. The actual Korean <laughs> movie. Simon Yam, Cantonese guy. He's from Ip Man 1 and 2. Um, I never
3: seen Ip Man. I've heard of it, have Never man. seen it, man. Oh man. Okay, you've got to watch it, man. I know, I desperately want to watch it, man. I just, yeah. I don't know why I never watched them. But now no. there's 3 and I'm like, shit, that's a lot to catch up
2: on. There's a lot of Ip Man movies, but only 3 worth watching. Yeah. That's Ip Man 1, 2, and 3. They're the ones with Donnie Yen. How many yes. How many Ip Man films are there? Tons, but I think canon is only it, 3. Yeah. Right. Okay. Three. There's like uh The Origins of Ip Man, which yeah. doesn't
3: have Donnie Yen in it,
2: which is okay.
3: To be fair, there's a trilogy steel book that you can buy. Yeah. But the only reason I haven't bought it is because I haven't seen any of them yet. So once it goes cheap enough, I would just yeah. buy it and watch them. Uh,
2: the Grandmaster as well yeah. is with. Uh, yeah. Which is with. Um,
3: shit! What's his name? The Grandmaster Jackie
2: Chan. No, it's not. It's not. It's. Uh, the, but the director is the guy who did In the Mood for Love and. Uh, oh. Shit. Fuck yeah, me. I know. Him. I don't know. The very famous Chinese guy who that I guy. Certainly can't
1: remember. I'm going to wait for Ip Man Origin Wars though. Oh.
2: Oh, it meant Origin oh, was, the yeah. It the Osiris tribe.
3: Space based man? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You've got O'Day Sue, yeah. who's in everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, even Tony, you must have seen. It. If you've seen Old Boy, if you've seen The Host, he's in The Attorney, he's in Thirst, he's in The Good, the Bad, and the Weird. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm
1: the seen show any... must go have you on. Have seen
3: Thirst? No, I've not seen any. I'm, I don't. I don't. Watch it. Is, I think I think it's on should. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, I've, you got should watch I've got it. Amazon it's Prime. Mainly because it's got the most nightmarish sex scene Yeah, with yeah, yeah. they
2: flying all around the room. It's basically two vampires and it's got Son Kanko in it, who's fucking amazing. Okay, One he's of also the best, best actors working today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's also in. I mean, my favourite role of Ode, so old, old Dale Sue is in um, A Bit of Sweet Life. Yep. Where he plays a. Uh, I think he plays a Cantonese guy who translates between a Russian game. Gang and a South Korean gangster yeah. And he's fucking brilliant in that Very funny um, But yeah, basically If you've seen any Korean movie ever it's probably in it Right uh, It's got, actually Probably one of my favourite characters In it This woman Who's um, she plays uh, a character called Bubblegum. And she is fucking hilarious. Like, really makes the <laughs> film. Because yeah. she's just so good. Uh, Kim Haysuk, she's called, cool. She's an actress. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure she won't mind me saying she's a little bit on the larger side. She's quite known for being, basically, um, the McCarthy of Korean uh, <laughs> cinema. I get the feeling <laughs> that she would mind you saying this.
3: I don't think so. Don't. <laughs> she listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. We're going we're to be getting
2: some yeah. strong here I mean yeah um, she's Whoa. also in Thirst actually yep. she's in first. it's just brilliant it's full of Cantonese pop stars K-pop stars as well um, but it's just like it's so flashy it's so over the top the heists in it are fantastic they have a few smaller ones where they build up to the larger one it is basically Ocean's Eleven but Korean yeah. I really I just want people to if you go and watch the trailer on YouTube and then tell me you don't want to watch that film no. <laughs> tell me you don't want to watch that kind of blockbuster because no. it's anyone who's got any hang-ups on about Korean cinema. It's always, always really violent, or it's always, always really sexually aggressive, or it's not. It's just a fun, twisty, ho- massive heist film. Okay. You know, we don't really make films like that over here in the UK. We don't really make the. They don't really make them in the US either, like the way that they do in Korea. It's just, it's just fantastic fun. Awesome. Really, all, like awesome. I'm movie. sold. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Brooker, can you top that?
3: No. <laughs> Mainly because my next one is maybe the most mainstream of the films I could come up with. And I'm going to do the one from last year as well, just because it's the one I prefer the most. That's The Magnificent Seven. Okay, the, right. The, the remake. The remake. Yeah, the remake yeah, yeah. of The Remake. The remake yeah. of The Reimagined... Of oh, the re- Seven Samurai. The I mean, Seven samurai. I mean, yeah.
2: samurai, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Could uh, yeah. you shoot one another Samurai movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have oh, done yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But the thing is, that the thing with The Magnificent Seven is I, I don't like The Magnificent Seven, the original... I'm not, died, I'm, I'm not a fan what the 16 the 19th yeah, yeah, John yeah. Sturges one yeah, yeah. and I, I love westerns absolutely love them but there's something about the original Manchester 7 I just don't really like so the 2016 Manchester 7 made by Antoine Foucault the guy that made Training Day and several other films did he, do he... Sabotage was
2: that
3: him Nope, that was
1: David, uh, David uh, oh, yeah, yeah. he did the Equaliser didn't he with he, did oh, yeah, yeah. he did yeah, uh, he did
3: Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal yeah yeah, yeah he did uh, yeah. I love Antoine Foucault and pretty much it's the only reason I went to see Magnificent Seven, because it wasn't because I liked the (laughs) image, But it's it's Denzel Washington, who is getting a band together to go and take on a ruthless cowboy bad guy. So it's Denzel Washington and... Vincent D'Onofrio. Chris Pratt. Isn't Chris it? Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. I want to. I don't want to watch it. It's really... It's fun. Mm. And that's the thing about it. And I remember getting into an argument with somebody on Twitter before it came out after it got officially rated as a 12. Because mm. I was quite annoyed. Because so I like my westerns to be quite violent. Yeah. Because they're westerns oh. and this isn't the 1950s. I want... Yeah. You know, I want Unforgiven. I want yeah, Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. I want... I want violent westerns and... Hilariously, the guy that I ended up in uh, with no, uh, it's all about the story. <laughs> And then six months later, it got really pissy when Ghost in the Shell was twelve rated instead of fifteen. Uh. So I didn't rub it in. You know. You're the bigger man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So was it Steve? No. Really. <laughs> I don't think Steve cared that Ghost in the Shell was no, twelve rated. We would ask him, but you know he's still over there. Yeah, he'll yeah, be over in a minute. Yeah, he'll be back in a minute. But the thing with Manchester Seven is a proper fun caper film. There's. It's funny from start to finish, and no, I mean genuinely. Fu- oh, I think it's genuinely funny. Like, all the comedy in it works. All the action in it works really well. Denzel Washington just plays, at this point, he just plays Denzel Washington. He's Denzel Washington, as Denzel, Denzel Washington. He's been the same since Training Day and Man on Fire and The Equalizer. is the, the same character. He's like Tom Hanks, is he? He's one of those actors now. Who just turns or Tom Cruise. And,
1: yeah, and turns up <laughs> yeah,
3: and just bees himself. Yeah, really. Uh, Which, for me, is fine for Dental Washington. I think it's great. Uh, Yeah, and I was worried about it when it came out because I thought, well, Chris Pratt, you know, the year after Guardians of the Galaxy is the worst bit of stunt casting ever. I thought, this is going to be awful. I thought, this is genuinely going to fall completely flat. Mm. And it really didn't. He was genuinely really good in it. I would really recommend it if you haven't seen it no I haven't no, no. I'll, give I'll, it a watch it's, it's less than two hours I think it, was, it was surprisingly short
2: wasn't it yeah. everyone expected like a 2 hour 10 minute 2 yeah. hour 20 minute kind
3: of movie but yeah it, it's fun it, it, it keeps its pace up there's no slog in the middle there's no boring bit it's all, all fun all the way through uh, Matt Bomer's in it yeah for about 10 minutes
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he gets the uh, Drew Barrymore treatment ah okay yeah which yeah. is a shame because uh, I was quite, quite like Matt Bowman. When I, when I saw him on the car, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But what's quite hilarious is, and it is a spoiler for the first thing, is, but they kill him off at the beginning, and then his name is in the titles. Uh, which just yeah, made yeah. me laugh. Yeah, you're, like, oh, yeah. you're, you're just taking the piss now. <laughs> yeah. uh, poor guy. He's sitting there going, you've done that to me. Yeah. In the last <laughs> uh, but, yeah, really, really good. Fun little Western outside of, you know... Logan, probably one of the best westerns to come out the last couple of years. Really. Well, really, we have good, we had some really good westerns. Yeah, but Hill of High Water,
2: which I still haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, that's a great film. I saw that the other week. Very good. I've heard. I really want to watch Very it. Very good um, film. I haven't got around to renting it yet. Yeah, I think I'm waiting for Netflix to get it's on Prime. It. Is it? It is oh, on Prime. Now yeah. Amazon Prime. Oh, with Nick and my brothers. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Bone,
1: Tomahawk, which you oh, put man. me onto actually, which yeah. an amazing I movie. Loved that. to bits. bit my favourite
3: yeah. film of Brilliant. Yeah. You look at like. Uh, Magnificent Seven, the ones we've named, Magnificent Seven, Hell of High Water, I would class Logan as a Western. Yeah. Yeah. Bunk Tomahawk. Yeah. of those, the only ones that are actually traditional Westerners, is my Yeah. Yeah. The rest of them are Westerns, no doubt about it. But so it's slightly. Through, the, yeah. The we did this. Template. Uh, well, yeah. have, man, we mentioned this earlier.
2: Because uh, I wrote my thesis on uh, conventions of yeah. Western genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone get into it. But yeah, I think you're right. Because the Western typically is set on the American frontier. Yeah. 1845 to 1892, I think. Yep. Anything around that is Western themed but well, it's not a Western. Yeah. So you know you can have contemporary Westerns, I Westerns, gay Westerns, whatever Westerns yeah. you like. But I think, yeah, you're right, Magnificent Sevens, the only one of those that feels like a if you if you think peak westerns, 40s yeah. through to the mid 50s, yeah, yeah, that's what it's going for. Um, it's not trying to be revisionist about the genre. It's
3: not trying to no. It, it, take it, it falls apart. into it's the list like the ones I mentioned earlier, yeah. Unforgiven and Tombstone and those classic westerns. And they are, you know, yeah. they are classic westerns. Mm. They're the ones that if you said somebody, give me a western, they would go Magnus Seven, new or old, they'd go. Unforgiven, you know, Tombstone, the Spaghetti Western Trilogy, Josie Wales, any of those. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Manchester Seven, of all the Westerns we've had the last couple of years, that's the only one that's a traditional Western that is also good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs>
2: it's about the closing of the, the West, basically, yeah. isn't it? It's about the guys who have come together to do a thing but actually they're not necessarily yeah. really supposed to be there anymore. No. They have to come back. They were done with... Yeah. But we still need them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well I'm I am i am definitely gonna
1: watch that thing because it's on Netflix, so it I'm, is on gonna, Netflix, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna check it out, yeah. Check it out soon. Um my choice is probably on Netflix because it always seems to be. Okay. Mine is the uh, fourth film in the Mission Impossible franchise, Ghost Protocol. No, it's I've not picked.
3: on any VOD anywhere in the country. Really? Really. It always I, seemed to be. I have watched because after the mummy, I wanted to watch Mission Impossible, and I watched one, two, three, and five that are on screen. Really? Cinema. Oh my god. Four is nowhere to be found what's that about yeah. I have no idea that's weird I mean I I, I think it's really annoying because it's actually one of the best it's really good <laughs> I mean
1: but then, I mean, obviously Mission Impossible is about Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt putting their band together to go and do a spy thing Yeah. now I, I'm I think Mission Impossible franchise is really really underrated I think apart from number two uh, which is a bit dodgy right? that's my
2: favourite one John Woo
1: <laughs> number two is a John Woo film it's yeah, not it a Mission Impossible it's a film. John Woo trying to do James Bond film it's not a Mission Impossible film right not really there are things I do like about that film to be fair there are there are like Anthony Hopkins turning up on his yeah, yeah. holidays just going yeah. oh I'd play a, I'd play a part <laughs> <laughs> um, but like yeah I think the rest are proper r- really good Mission Impossible and they're all because they're, they're all by different people I mean number six next year is going to be the first one that's by the same director twice yeah. in a row Chris McQuarrie but I think this one by Brad Bird yeah he's the kind that made The Incredibles the made The Incredibles yeah. Yeah. and
2: The Iron Giant
1: and The Iron yeah. Giant and then he after they did tomorrowland Pixar which was stuff, yeah, yeah a bit um, yeah but um it's, it's just the whole franchise I really like, but I picked Pro- Ghost Protocol because I think it's got one of the most interesting team lineups. Because it brings in Jeremy Renner yeah. as um, Brandt, who I think for a time they were queuing up as a possible Tom Cruise replacement, yeah, and then they realised yeah. A, Tom Cruise never wants to give up anything ever, nah. and B, Jeremy Renner's alright, but he didn't really do it with Bourne. I do think, it, I think that's it. the thing. I think they
3: got him in there when he'd done, okay. I think, personally, he'd done okay with Bourne. I lied to him in Bourne. But he was to he give was, him his own thing yeah uh, so actually yeah. giving him Mission Impossible when because let's be honest about this it, Ethan Hunt is not the original character from Mission Impossible no Monster. it's Jim Phelps it's Jim Phelps who was, who, was, who was A the bad guy yeah. and B killed off yeah, in yeah, number yeah one. yeah, yeah so they then went to Jeremy Renner and went let's do this let's squeeze him in and Tom Cruise went well no because I can Well, I, I can still run like a Kenyan on speed <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely
1: going to still be doing this it. is my franchise plus the fact that Jeremy Renner you're right he does need his own something yeah. new he's been ill served by in a way but I mean Born Legacy Yeah. he didn't he, 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 it's the whole thing of he was in the shadow of Matt Damon anyway yeah. and he was ill
2: served by 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 some of the elements of it, it wasn't really his fault. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was my favourite of the Bourne films as well. Because I'm not a mass. I'm not really hugely into the originals. They're good, but
3: yeah, I'm a, see, I'm a big fan of the originals. Even me the, too. Yeah. Even the... 5th, 4th, oh, I loved it. Everyone, you one. want to call it? Yes, that was great. I know a lot of people that went on just shit. It you know, oh, was great. Yeah, it was really good. Apart from some of the tech stuff at the beginning, which really went. Well <laughs> Don't um, be an IT guy and watch films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, important note, everyone. Um,
1: but like, it's yeah. It, yes, he, he, Jeremy Renner coming in, and you've got Simon Pegg yep. as well coming back from the third one, which he was really good. Um, you've got, and then you have got Paula Patton coming in as, yes. the, as the as the as the woman. Not as good as Rebecca Ferguson in Rogue Nation. the next film but I quite liked her dynamic I just think it was good and it's got a lot of good elements to it like you know the Burj Al Arab whole thing of Tom Cruise trying to climb the skyscraper and leaping off and all this kind of thing it's got a very good yeah I know it's just got my stomach going just watching that it's, it's got a really good car chase in a, in like a, a sandstorm which is yeah. really clever there's some good inventive sequences in it and I think, I think it's just well put together it was the first one as well that truly embraced the whole idea of kind of being a bit like the TV show in having missions having proper yeah. Established yeah. missions three did it to an extent, but that had, a, had the love story running through it more so. It was a, and it was Alias the movie. It was three yeah. the right. one
2: with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. it, it, Michelle Monaghan. I really like that Michelle Monaghan and Philip Seymour Hoffman is a really good villain. But it was more the love story really than yeah. the three. The biggest problem
3: was the name of its doohickey.
1: Yeah. The rabbit's the foot. The rabbit's foot. Yeah. Where's the rabbit's
3: foot? <laughs> you could get any two words and put them together, and it'll be better than rabbits. So foot So it might as well have just called it the MacGuffin, mightn't yeah. they? <laughs> exactly.
1: basically. Um but no Ghost Protocols, it's it's not my favourite Mission Impossible film. But then I, I think it's either number one or number five, it's my favourite. But then I like all of them in yeah. their own way
3: except two. <laughs> except most of still, them. Still, the thing with two but is, yeah, two is I'll still, still watchable. Watch i still watch it. I don't sit there and go, this is fucking dog shit. No, Why am i yeah, watching this. Yeah, I'd watch I it. I do right. sit i go through and go okay, well, at least now I can go on to number three. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Get some yeah, J.J. Abrams goodness in the Yeah, yeah,
2: well, yeah. I've I I I watched them um, in a row, because I've never watched them before. And I was like, yeah, I, I like the second one best, I think. Because yeah. it's just stupid. And I think that's what I like about it. I have, a, I so have a real
3: stupid. soft spot for daft spy shit. Yeah, exactly. It's why I love Alias. It's yeah. why I love Blacklist. It's, yeah. It's why I like Bourne. It's why, you know... I, and to be, and to a point, is why I'm not really that big a Bond fan. It's not yeah. stupid enough for me. The old Bond films are. The old Bond films are. Yeah, yeah, yeah the new one's new so ones. far up their own arse.
1: Spectre was a bit more like that though. Spectre took. Yeah. Spectre was a bit more. Spectre daft, was yeah. more Bondy. Yeah, it was yeah. more daft.
3: Yeah. And 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 that's I'm not taking what, anything away from no no no. It's still watchable. Yeah. I just, yeah. if I had a choice, I would probably watch Born and Mission Impossible Mission first. Impossible. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward to number six because that will, that's bringing back even more of the band. I think. I think. Yeah, Michelle coming back for that. Michelle back for that one. You love Reims back And he only crops up briefly and, you know, Listen, goes the, the
2: only name You need to tell me Is coming back To get me on board Is John Woo no, no. no. Uh, uh, okay. un- un- Unless okay. he's in it as a
3: character. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, what will happen is Tom Cruise will take his mask off and will be John
2: didn't
1: he? It is John Wilmer. Tom Cruise will
3: take his mask off and it'll actually be a slow mo.
1: Oh, so yeah, that's uh, that's mine. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I mean, what's your third
2: choice? Uh, I've gone for Desperado. Oh, Robert yeah. Rodriguez, nice. 1995. Nice choice. Yes. So, uh, mainly because there's one very short scene in it, which. It is the thing that I think is about getting the band back together yeah. in more ways than one. Um so it's first of all you need to know that Desperado, for those who don't know, I'm sure we do, is a sequel to El Mariachi. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which is, so Desperado we we're talking about westerns actually it's, cont- yeah. it's kind of a contemporary western yep. set in Mexico
3: yeah I'd call Desperado a western yeah cool.
2: yep. so the mariachi he, um, the girlfriend's killed mm-hmm. and his hand is injured so he can't play guitar anymore at the end of mariachi or mariachi I yeah. think yeah. comes back in Desperado and gets embroiled in a uh, drug related gang warfare in his little town as well as getting vengeance for what happened to him and his girlfriend it's kind of a continuation of the story. So bearing in mind it's a continuation, what you may or people may not necessarily have realized when watching Desperado. So the guy, Carlos Gallardo, who's the mariachi in El Mariachi,
4: mm-hmm.
2: He is replaced by Antonio Banderas for Desperado, because the studio obviously needed a big name at yeah. the time. Antonio Banderas was getting to be yeah. a really big
3: yeah. big star. And he's a big fucking Mexican dude.
2: And he's a big fucking Mexican yeah, dude. That helps. <laughs> yeah. 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 What you may not know is Carlos Scalado is in Desperado. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> OK, right. He returns in Desperado. So the scene that I was referring to earlier, one of the coolest scenes in the film, is a gunfight. Two guys carrying guitar cases, one of them's <laughs> guitar case is a rocket launcher. One of them is two machine guns inside the guitar yeah. case. That is Carlos Galado. Yeah. He is back and brought into it with a really like brilliant like nod and wink to because I gets obviously would probably uh,
3: I think they're related. I think he's related.
2: Yeah, there's some there's some relation
3: between or something. them, yeah. Because he, he's related to Danny Trejo as well, who's also in it. Because
2: Danny Trejo is also yeah. in it, Salma Hayek is also yeah. in it. It's got yeah. a, it's got a great cast, actually, this broad. But it's just like a cool-as-fuck movie. Oh, yeah. And the coolest of fucking scenes in it. Is with Carlos Gallardo, where he's got the machine guns, and they just in the middle of. A... I don't think he even says anything. No, he doesn't. Go. He hasn't got a single line of
3: dialogue. He just nods. Uh, but he nods. Uh, Mariachi, and then.
2: And they in a yeah. the really cool Yeah, <laughs> and Ascol. it's not even like I'm not even talking like he whips out a Tommy gun out of a guitar case or anything. Yeah. <laughs> the guitar cases are the guns. <laughs> it's they go back to back at one point and they're yeah. shooting the people in the you know the, the gang who are locked away in their, <laughs> their armored limo with a massive mounted machine gun on the top of it like a tank <laughs> fucking brilliant scene but it is actually probably the only one of the three films I've chosen which is literally they're getting a band back together because Carlos Galado is a mariachi
3: yeah um, well they all play together at the beginning of...
2: and they're all playing together right. right at the beginning so it's literally a band getting back together <laughs> very together good and reuniting the cast with the director very good multiple meanings I mean excellent yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, brooker. Did you go for the desperado? I didn't go oh, for desperado.
3: Okay. No, I. Uh, it's a good choice, I. I recently rewatched desperado. I think after you spoke about it on the podcast, yeah. I went, I really want to watch it. Yeah, that? yeah. It yeah. has that effect every time I talk about it. I'm I think like, I literally went, oh, yeah. I don't. I, I, I bought it on Blu-ray specifically to watch it. Oh, yeah. It looks nice on Blu-ray as so well. Oh, right I bet. Really it. really I Yeah. I mean, it still looks like a grindhouse film, but it looks yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> uh, but no, my last choice is nowhere near as meta <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I chose Best of Our Dogs oh, oh nice, nice. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. literally was my it was going to be my fourth choice in case there was some crossover and then the whole thing with Future Suspects having, so it's my <laughs> third choice Yeah. Uh, so yeah again New Suspects 1992 Quentin Tarantino's Debut movie, yeah. and another one. See, I, this seems to happen a lot. I keep picking films that they just don't age. Yeah, no, they don't no, age yeah, at all. Yeah, because yeah. again, it's just there's no special effects. It's, it's no. all dialogue. There's hardly any for a film that's about a bunch of guys doing a heist. it's not actually that much action in it either. Like even the heist section in this film only lasts about five minutes, yeah. and that's it. Yeah.
4: yeah,
3: it's all talking, which is what Tarantino was good at, is good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got famous doing yeah, so starts around sitting around the table talking about Madonna songs and li- literally he had a guy reading names out of a book he had, he had a guy literally yeah. reading a phone book and it was interesting yeah. and funny yeah. And yeah. only Tarantino could do that and I've lost a lot of respect for Tarantino in the last couple of years uh, but that film well, yeah, because we were talking about westerns.
2: Yeah. So you didn't enjoy the Hateful Eight or the Django? I hated the
3: Hateful Eight. Yeah. Really? I, mean, I need to watch it again, mm-hmm. but it's a three-hour film. I don't want to give a three-hour film a second <laughs> chance until I've really so... got it. I just didn't like it. I didn't get on with it at all. And Django I liked for Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Oh, I love Django. I Everything about Fiction. Django is, is, is good, Everything yeah. about Django Unchained, I don't know, it just irked me. I love Christoph Waltz. I think he's amazing, but he's amazing in everything that isn't Green Hornet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. There's just something about Django I didn't like.
2: Uh, Would you have preferred it with Will Smith instead of Jamie Foxx? Probably.
3: <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think Jamie Foxx fit the part at all. Oh, well, that's a shame. I, I like Jamie Foxx.
2: Did you yeah, didn't go to the good.
3: Baby Driver preview, yeah. did you? No. I was sadly recording a character unlock and so I sent my oh, wife to watch shame. it. Yeah. Who came back and just rubbed it in my... Because I said, oh, this, <laughs> Sarah, I can't wait to watch this. It's going to be good. And she's like, no, it looks shit. I was like, no, it's... <laughs> and suddenly I'm like, oh, I can't go. Why don't you go? Yeah. Just, yeah. I've got two tickets, this bloody thing. Just take the tickets and go and watch it. And she came back and it was awesome. I was like, oh, thanks. Just like, you know, <laughs> fucking rub it in my uh, It is awesome. It is. Uh, but again, Wednesday, Thursday, it comes out this week and the times are shite. So I don't know when I'm going to get <laughs> get time to watch it, but... I am looking forward to watching it, but no I just I don't like Jamie Foxx, did you see Sleepless? No. That was awful. Really? Like it was basically, it was a TV movie that they surgically added Jamie Foxx to oh just to put it into a cinema, it was garbage. Uh, but Reservoir Dogs? does not have Jamie Foxx in it. It's all the better for us. <laughs> Uh but yeah, so you got know, you know, Harvey cartel, Steve Semi, yeah. Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, Michael Madsen. Yeah. Just this like sea of awesomeness. Yeah. And just Definitely. Dark, dark comedy from start to finish. This is yeah. Laugh Out Loud funny. Yeah. Whether or not it's supposed to be Laugh Out Loud funny. <laughs> but well, it's, it's the torture scene, isn't it? You can gauge someone's like yeah, appreciation of yeah. film, I think, from the torture scene. Yeah. Yeah. See, I find that really funny. Yeah. Like, Michael yeah. Madsen dancing around yeah. to stuck in the middle of yeah. you yeah. while he's torturing a dude yeah. is yeah. just yeah. beyond reprehensible. It's so funny. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Res- reservoir dogs, I mean you don't need to say anything about reservoir dogs, it's, it's five. Guys that have been brought together, and just them being brought together as well. That scene where they're all in the room to the first time they're yeah. all in the room together. Brilliant that is. Is comedy gold. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, great choice as well because you refused to tip earlier, Brooker. You
3: were man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome film. Mm-hmm.
1: Brilliant. Great choice. Um, my one is a little bit more hybrid Quite honestly, it's probably the best film. That we've talked about today. Yeah. And mine is the Expendables 2. Oh, yes!
2: When you said, two. Uh, said Expendables, I
3: oh
1: well, well, did come very
3: close to saying the Expendables, the Expendables 2, and the Expendables
2: 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Bandera, of course. Well, yeah, it's by, Bandera.
1: Come on, Expendables 2 is the best one by, by far. Jean right. Villain. Jean Villain. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. 2. I mean, number one, the Expendables, obviously, Sylvester Stallone bringing together a bunch of Expendable mercenaries who are played by all of the most legendary sort of action stars yeah. almost over the last, like, 30 years. Yeah. Um, and the first Expendables... And oh. Randy Couture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Randy
1: <laughs> Couture, yeah. The first Expendables... Kind of forgot that it was supposed to be quite fun and ridiculous, and yeah. it was trying to be a bit of a drama. Yeah, it and was. for quite a lot of it, and he, I have I, to admit, I didn't see that with The Expendables. I sat there with a massive, stupid grin on my face really? the entire way but through. But it does a lot of like talky bits, and I'm like, I don't want this. Just give me like There's a, bunch a of 90s high
3: fiving all the way through. I, well, I think yeah. when
2: it was announced, everyone was like, fucking, no, it's 20 years too late. Yeah, put Arnie Stallone in a film together, bringing in to Statham, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, Who's um, Jet Joe Lee. called Steve Austin was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. blending
3: of the new with uh, the old. Yeah, Perfect. brilliant. But well, that's actually where my problem with two comes in. Okay. So with one, you get this thing where you have uh, Steve Austin, yeah. a professional wrestler, yeah, and then, I know he's a WWE wrestler, but he's actually a trained proper professional wrestler. Yeah. Versus Randy Couture, who is also a proper professional wrestler, was yeah. one of my favourite scenes ever. It's like when you watch The Lost Kingdom or The Forbidden yeah. Kingdom and it's yeah, Jackie yeah, Chan beat Jack Jet Li. Yeah. This is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I really, really wanted Jet Li versus Van Damme in number two. That really would have been good. That. Yeah, yeah. That would because the only other person that could go up against Van Damme for me in that film would have been Dolph Lundgren. But is, From is, Universal you, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that would have been good as well. Is this the one where Jet Lee goes out of it after like ten minutes, yes. or, like, is, or is that number three? I think Jet Lee's not in this one, which is he sort of he no, leaves, he leaves at the nah, beginning, yeah, yeah, at just, the beginning yeah, yeah. so they can get Chuck Norris in. Chuck Norris, I mean, yeah, just that's a that's a a Chuck
3: Norris jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's only exactly, he's only in it for like five minutes, but it's yeah. an amazing five minutes. It's like the same kind of five minutes where you've got Bruce Willis. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, just with machine guns, just go... This one only loses points because it doesn't have that amazing Dolph Lundgren moment, which I think is in the first one, where he walks into the office of the bad guy, sees a big stuffed animal on the wall and goes, nice bird. And carries on like normal.
2: But two does have, I know pronounce you man and knife.
4: Yeah.
2: I now pronounce... And, yeah. Statham's called
1: Lee Christmas Yeah, yeah. I mean it's,
3: it's, oh, all, all the names are ridiculous it's Beautiful It's, it's, yeah. it's Ying, Ying Yang <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Jean Villain as we've yeah. said uh, Terry Crews' Hail Caesar Hail yeah. Caesar
1: <laughs> 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 And what's Arnie called? Is he What's his name? It's, it's like something like Dutch isn't it but like it's I can't remember I can't remember either Bruce Willis is Mr Church isn't he? yeah Mr uh, Church yeah. but obviously Bruce Willis decided
3: to get all diva and, and he's not in the third one no. after that they he...
2: dropped him for Harrison Ford
1: yeah
3: Harrison Ford and move. Kelsey Grammer I think still were the worst bits of three I really
2: I
1: enjoyed
3: so. three
2: Kelsey Grammer worked
3: surprisingly well I thought so
2: I thought three, it was okay three was good but the
1: problem was they spent too much time on, on Lee, Luke Hemsworth or whatever and all those young oh, ones. Yeah. Oh, who gives a shit we were
3: there for Harrison I Nobody needs to give Ronda Rousey any more acting work. That chick cannot act at all.
2: Although they were talking about the Expendables, yeah. weren't they?
1: Which I think is yeah. it's kind it's of me. yeah. They've kind of put the markers yeah. on that, haven't they? Which and they, they were talking about Expendables Four with Brosnan coming into yeah. it and a few others. Well, Stallone's I mean, just walked from that, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So that's probably not going to happen. I'll we'll Just it's about three months ago. But, yeah. um, but no, two. I, I love two, and it's, it's 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 a fun. I need to do the trilogy again yeah. because I remember when they when they came out, I would go with all of. My bloke mate yeah. so we'd make a thing of it. Yeah. I and that, that's with... how I
3: started my challenge this year. A minute past twelve on the first of January, I watched the Expendables. Really? No and, then, and then that night I watched two and three. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Good, good choice. But
1: well, yeah. Two is um, Simon West, doesn't it? Simon West. There. Yeah. It's just yeah. fun. I mean, it's just it, it gets what it's supposed to be. You spot on. Yeah. Ridiculous fun. Yeah. Over the top scenes, ripe, hilariously ripe dialogue, legends across the board and you know it's, it's just it's just got some iconic moments yeah i love it so yeah that's that's my that's my last good triple bill guys thanks yeah. steve where is he anyway? Have you seen him?
2: No, last I heard, he's just gone to the bar. I think there's a big queue.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's escaped the rugby uh, yeah. guys. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, uh, he should be here by the end, really. But before we go, we have got some recommendations, haven't we, for the uh, uh, well, not the week ahead, but at uh,
3: some point, whenever. whenever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much everything we said, the, which apart from Mission Impossible 4 is all on VOD, yeah. or something. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Well, I was going to ask about your long lists, if you had anything else. Because I had Expendables 2 down online, Magnificence Seven as well. Actually, so
1: oh, much
3: OK. Right well, there. yeah, we'll do that first.
1: Um, I had the Italian job, yeah. the first one, yeah. and Inception,
3: which is oh, a, good, of course. Yeah, a that was good almost
1: That was almost my third choice, actually.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, I just—I uh, had the Expendables trilogy was the backup. Yeah, yeah. and I, d- I did have Ocean's Eleven as well, just because it was Ocean's Eleven. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, Steve, Steve says Ocean's Eleven and Avengers. Avengers, is, uh, Avengers yeah. is a good one. Yeah. I, I also had Predator. Yeah. yeah, Dylan, you son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, Dylan. So uh, my best friend and I always greet each other with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, against you, but I bet it's not as impressive. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably not. No,
3: no. Uh, I don't know. We right. haven't seen Dylan yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I also thought about The World's End, the Sam Peg one. Because it's the band getting back. It is. It's
1: just a bit of a shit film. It's just not
2: great compared to some of the others. Commando. Yes. But the band is obviously the enemies.
3: Yeah. They yeah, like
2: true, yeah. Together
3: yeah.
2: To take on true. And T2 Trainspotting, which Brooker
3: could cover his ears for. I no, know. Know you can talk about it all
2: the <laughs> Well, I haven't seen it either.
3: You haven't seen it either? No. Okay, that's sequel. I'm just not, not, not going sequel. to. That's the
2: difference. Ah, okay, <laughs> yeah. If we were going to do a reverse of this triple bill, I was going to think about High Noon. Ah, because it's the opposite, good. isn't it? He can't yeah. get the band together. Yeah. <laughs> he won't come together yeah. to help him. That's a complicated
1: one we should do another time. Yeah. <laughs> Refusing to get the band back Yeah, to yeah. films where you can't get the band back together. You finish. Yeah, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Sound, okay. So, um, yeah, let's do recommendations then. Um, Brooker, you go first. What are you going to recommend uh, this week? So
3: my one is one I haven't seen yet, but I am desperate to see it, and it, now it's on uh, Netflix, I will be able to watch it. It's the horror anthology film All Made By Women, which is XX. Oh, yeah, I want to see this. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only one I know, the only one I can name, from am Karen Kusama, Karen made, Kussan, yeah. made one of the films. Yeah. She made Jennifer's Body. Yeah. Which is not as shit as everybody makes out, just would be better if it wasn't <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> we like apply that to everything, really, wouldn't we? Yeah. True. Yeah. Megan Fox would be better if she wasn't quite so Megan Fox. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, Owen, oh what about you?
2: Nah. Well, I'm also picking something I haven't seen either, oh. uh, which is Glow. Uh, which has just been added ah. to Netflix Which I'm quite interested to, to, to see how What's that it is, about, that one? So it's about, uh, it's in 1980s in LA um, About a group of women who decide to become wrestlers Wrestlers? Wrestlers Wow Alison Bree is in it but oh. I, I, saw, I excellent I skimmed an article about it I didn't want to read too much about it I skimmed an article Which said she was fantastic Which said she was like brilliant Kind of returned to form for Alison Brie after Community Real? Is um, this film or a TV show? TV series, series. Yeah. TV well, series. Netflix, Netflix original series. Cool.
1: It's just I think added. they're like 22-minute episodes as well, aren't they? A half hour. Episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's not... not
2: long. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Is it
1: actually a Netflix original though, or is yes. it something else that they just put Netflix original on? Because they're crafty with this. Yeah. Have you
2: noticed? Well, I think I, no. I'm not pretty sure it's, it's an yeah, it's, okay. it's
3: Netflix original as opposed to Netflix exclusive. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, Mark Maron's in it as well, I've just seen. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, from um, WTF. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: whatever his show was that he did, the sitcom that he did, yeah, it yeah. like Louis. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sound? Good Marrow, stuff. Okay. Cool. Um my I am going weirdly, I'm going for a film I have seen.
4: Oh, well, it's uh, just crazy, craziness crazy from me. I know yeah.
1: Um I'm going for Don't Breathe, the uh tense uh, okay. home invasion horror thriller um by Feddy Alvarez, who directed the Evil Dead remake. Yeah. Watched this the other day. Really, really good.
3: It's great, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Tight, compact. Full of social commentary underneath yep. all the, you know, the um, quite brutal sort of brooding violence in it. Stephen Lang is fucking terrifying as <laughs> a blind man. Yeah. Have you seen um, that really?
2: I have, yeah, it's I looked really it. Really
1: yeah. good, really, really good, and it's only like 85 minutes, but there are that's there awesome. are there are moments where you will be like holding
3: your breath. I like did. The I, I went to send yeah. myself. I took the wife to see it. We both really wanted to watch it, and because it was it was like date night, really, and drinks and popcorn and shit. But we be large popcorn, and I refused to eat it because it was making too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would, yeah. It was really yeah. terrifying. Because sound is a big part of it. You know, the absence yeah. of sound, especially, yeah. plays well, a big the bit, part. when they're in the basement, uh, and it's yeah, pitch black. Oh, that's so. Oh well done! But, but the, the twist—I the tw- mean, I don't oh, want to take it. Oh, the too much. twist
3: was grim. Oh, oh yeah,
1: that—that that, but that moment at the end
3: is. Oh. Yeah, to, to the, yeah. No yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one. Anyone, <laughs> anyone that tells you they saw that coming is a fucking liar, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: it's <laughs> so but like, so horrible. It's, it's grim, is it? uh, But it, but it's, it's, it's making part of the point really of the whole thing about yeah, yeah, parenthood, childhood, yeah, you yeah. know,
3: austerity and all this stuff. it's very, really, it's very great good. No blood in it. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't need it. Oh, yeah, of course. No blood in there, which is really exciting. I I remember reading Faday Alvarez, because obviously he made the Evil Dead remake, which has it raining blood at one point. You know, Gallons and gallons and gallons of blood in this film. And he basically wanted to go the polar opposite and make a deeply atmospheric film, which I think he he succeeded with really well. He nailed. Definitely one of the
1: best... Home Invasion thrillers of recent memory. Cracking film. On Netflix, no. no it's Sky nowed, on Sky Cinema, now TV. So yeah, absolutely check that one out.
2: Uh,
1: right, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of the show this week. Um, and uh, still no sign of Steve. No, he's so just walked in. Oh, Steve! Steve.
2: Steve. Hello, Steve. Hey, Steve! Hey. Failed Critics Podcast is presented by Steve Norman and Owen Hughes with contributions from different guests every week with original music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com from the track The Bandit, remixed by James Yule who you can find at jamesyule.com You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Failed Critics on iTunes and all good podcast apps or you can check us out at failedcritics.com If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a rating or a review and why not check out our sister podcasts, Character Online Unlock- and Field and Mullinger's Underground Knights from the Failed Media Network of podcasts. Thanks for listening.
3: But the New one, mm-hmm. new one is, I thought, outstanding. So obviously this is a.
2: Oh, a... uh, Steve's got caught up in a riot. Yeah, yeah Steve. Okay. Steve
3: is in the pub, but right Steve's, now, yeah, he's. Steve's in the middle of a bar fight. he can't, he can't,
1: get, yeah. can't get through the rug. Of he a can't get. Yeah. He's, he's on the verge of joining them, so yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> that, that that noise you hear is Steve. Yeah. Maybe he'll show up. Okay. We should carry on anyway. Good luck in that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll wait until they show up a minute, I
3: think. There yeah. we are. Oh, no. So... Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> <The> <laughs> magnific-